0: Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.
1: Hey, it's Doug Gottlieb. You know, our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for fast, free shipping, free roadhouse protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of the best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Redestein, Pinza, AT. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, suspension, just to name a few. Everything you need to elevate your drive, simply go to TireRack.com slash sports. TireRack.com, that's so the way tire buying should be. what up america doug gottlieb show fox sports radio you you made it you're like me yeah you made it you you made it me yeah i'm talking to you 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 made it me yeah i'm talking to all of you you all made it football is back huh you're like, well, uh, golly, uh, college football has been back for two weeks. Look, I love college football. You're not going to find somebody. You know, Cowherd and I, we text and talk like the entire college football Saturdays. We just watch and love it. Like, oh, God, this is amazing. Right? love college football. But I mean, the NFL is the best of the best. It's the best run professional sports league. It's the best made for TV. You have the defending Super Bowl champions at home playing the same stadium they won the Super Bowl in. Uh, taking on the Bills, who probably should have been in that game, Right. And then that screwed it up. A team that famously lost four consecutive Super Bowls in the 90s. That's remarkable. Um, but the Bills come to town. Last time we saw them, Josh Allen basically pitched a perfect game. And in crazy fashion, they still lost in overtime in Kansas City. And oh, yeah, by the way, they've added Von Miller, who the Rams added last year to help them win a Super Bowl. So there's a bunch, a bunch tonight, a bunch tonight. And I think. Whew, I'm excited. And so here's what I want to do for the show, right? Like, Byer, you do your own show on Sundays, which I can't wait to hear this Sunday. You're kind of like the luckiest dude ever. I, I always feel when you do a show and you get to watch sports while the show is going on, it's challenging, but it's pretty cool. Yes, right? not bad at all. That's <laughs> nah, not a bad gig. Right? not Not a bad gig at all. Um, but you'll be broadcasting like I'm live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com. We'll help you get there. Unmatched selection, fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, over ten thousand recommended installers. TireRack.com. The way tire buying should be. Um, but there's, it just it feels good to be talking football, to be watching football. But I feel like if you were to put together a show rundown today, is there outside well, it's just the football game? Right there doesn't appear to be one lead-worthy topic, right? Jay Stu and I we spent a- at least forty-five minutes on the phone, and that's after both of us had our laptops or iPads open trying to figure out like what's the leads. So I think I've nailed it, but again, I Dan, if you were doing your own show today, would you have a defined lead topic other than well football? No. <laughs> Oh, it would probably, if there was, there would have to be an angle about
0: the Rams or the Bills. That's, okay, that I, would I, be the.
1: It's per, that's actually perfect. Without knowing it's perfect. John Ramos, can you think of a lead worthy topic and you cannot steal Dan Byers?
5: Um, no. The only thing I could say would be, I guess it was like a 12 hour um, tennis match last night that went to like three in the morning. <laughs> Right, it did five plus hours, but yeah, oh
0: yeah, this
1: is this is this is true. Did, did uh, who stayed up to watch the tennis match?
0: I saw the end of it. Okay, so yeah, I saw so you saw LPS. the end of it. I you did, saw the end of it. How? I I was up. I was I I actually was watching another show, and then it was still on at like eleven thirty
1: <laughs> Pacific well, time. I, it's exact It's kind of what happened to me. I'll tell you my story in a second. What what. So, what show were you watching? If we want, like, if, if well, you're okay with I, the details,
0: yeah, no, I, I, uh, we recorded the uh, Welcome to Wrexham, the uh, Ryan Reynolds and Rob McElhenney uh, buying the soccer club. So I was, they had two new episodes last night. That is were, it good? Yeah, I enjoy it. Yeah, I think it's. Yeah, I think it's neat, yeah.
1: Okay, what uh, What uh, streaming service is that on?
0: It's, it's on FX, so it was DVR, but I think it's also available on, I believe, on Hulu as Hulu? well.
1: Hulu, okay, I got a Hulu, so I'll do a little Hulu. I like that.
0: Is that a reality yeah.
1: show? Yeah, it's, yeah. It's not scripted no, drama. correct. So Ryan Reynolds really bought part of a soccer team? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yes. And
0: it was Rob's really idea, and he just jokes in one of the episodes that TV money didn't allow him to buy a soccer club. They needed the movie star money to do so. So they teamed up with Ron Reynolds. They didn't know each other, like kind of maybe through social media, but they had never met each other. And they agreed to buy the soccer club together.
1: So you're so last night you're flipping or you get done watching. You're still up. I don't know if the baby was up or whatever. Yeah. out, out okay. cold. out cold. Lisa's out cold. And you're like, I got to watch something. And you probably looked at social media and like this tennis match is crazy. Yes,
0: exactly. I was a. I turned the TV off and I took a last look at Twitter and I'm like, wow, it's still going on. So then I, so then I just turned the TV back on and watched for the next
1: thirty minutes. Uh, you're talking about Skinner, uh, Alcaraz, yeah, Alcaraz, right? Which Carlos Alcaraz, who's the third seed, end up winning, but there were two tiebreakers in the second and third set. Uh, it went to a twelfth game in the in the fourth set and then nine games Alcaraz wins six, three as Skinner felt like he ran out of a little bit of gas. M- my, mine is kind of different. So I, I coached Wednesday night. We moved our practices. I coached basketball on Wednesday night. We got done at like nine. I mobile ordered some, uh, some, some Chick-fil-A. That's like kind of our thing for all the kids. And we go down the street, grab some Chick-fil-A and say goodbye. Took a little bit longer because I screwed up the order. Um, Drop some kids off, roll back into the house, and I'm just—I took a shower, and the tennis match was on. I'm like, oh, this is a really good match, and I fell asleep, and then I woke up like an hour later. And I'm like, wait, this thing is still on, and then I'm kind of going back, and I did the same thing with the recording. I'm like, man, I'm like, trying to catch up. It was a—it was a great, great watch. Uh, Ramos, did you watch the tennis match?
5: I did not. No, I had uh, Lucas had uh, baseball practice, and then I had a NFL, and I know we hate to say this, a fantasy football draft. So, yeah.
1: Hmm. Okay. Uh, fantasy, you you can multitask, but... No, I... It,
5: <laughs> so, here's That's what true. I came up I was up focused, with. though, so...
1: Here's what I came up with. Here's what I came up with. And Jay Stu and I, let's get... We'll both credit it. It's It's like a hybrid of what Dan thought and... Kind of this idea, which is you got to find some angle with the Bills, you got to find some angle with the Rams, you got to find some angle with football kicking off, you got to find some. So here's what I think: like, look, it's basically two questions for every team, and if they answer those questions in a positive, they're likely to make the playoffs, and maybe some to win the Super Bowl, right? And if they don't, they won't. They'll have a disappointing season, and in some cases, the the coach will be fired, right? And obviously the 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 one caveat you have to put out there is if you have a rash of injuries, it doesn't really like all those things matter, but don't really matter. Last year, the caveat was not just injuries, but there were a couple of games where you didn't have teams putting out like the Chargers lost to the Texans. They didn't have 20 of their guys because of COVID. We don't think we'll have that this year. But you'll still have, like the Ravens' last year, rash of injuries possible. It'll ruin somebody's season. But what I thought we could do is go through teams, go through divisions, and like uh, use tonight as the jumping-off point, which is, what are the big questions about the Rams? Right. I mean, I th- I think now that we learned that Matt Stafford actually had a procedure on his elbow, it feels like a little bit bigger story than we gave it in, even when we were at Rams camp. Right? Did you guys know, by the way, that apparently— Clayton Kershaw and Matt Stafford are friends, childhood friends. Did you guys know that? Not sure. Um that Brian mm, no. Brian Fitzpatrick went to Harvard and Jerome Bennis is from Detroit. And apparently those two are uh lifelong friends. Wow. Yeah. Tell me more, right? <laughs> anyway, I guess they had the same procedure done in the offseason. That's the like the breaking news stuff about Stafford. Like it's a little bit more than he's got thrower's arm, if you are, thrower's elbow. And I think the other question for the Rams is is how, how, you know, how do you deal throughout a season with that top-heavy team, right? They're, they're a team that is top-heavy. They're a team where you've got a bunch of money tied up into one defensive lineman, into one defensive back, into your quarterback, and into a wide receiver, you know? And, and where you, you go cheap at places, and the the thing that's interesting is, one— if one of the higher-paid guys goes down, that dramatically changes your season. And then, two, can you get away with the corners that are absolutely cut, meaning offensive line? Right? You, you cut some corners there, can you can you get away? Conversely, it's the Bills, which is, do they have PTSD from how that ended with the Kansas City Chiefs? Right, You can't go back and win that game, but will that change some of the end-of-game decision-making for Sean McDermott heading into this year? And then... I don't have any questions about their defense, but I do question their offense on a multitude of levels. Don't have Brian Dable, who was seen as the quarterback whisperer for Josh Allen. And then the other part that people were concerned with last year, and I think is a reasonable concern this year, is can they run the football outside of Josh Allen? Right? Can they just run the football, wear teams out when they have a lead? And I think you can go through every team. And if the, the bills can make quality end of game decisions and the bills can run the football, the bills are going to go to the Super Bowl. If the Rams can deal with the fact they have a top heavy team and not have injuries to that and can hide their weaknesses. Everybody has a weakness. Um, you know, if you knew that as well as Stafford's elbow holds up, you can see another deep playoff run. Now, Buyer, is that a fair way to look at kind of what you were saying, which is like you got to, no real lead story. Just like you don't preview a game on a sports radio show. That's yes. boring. But that's kind of the way in which I think you got to look at it, which is here's two things to keep an eye on, two things that will determine their season. Yes. And in a, I'd love to offer up my Rams one,
0: which Go. I mentioned last week um, when you were you were doing the herd. The The motivation of winning a Super Bowl, I think, with the Rams is now lessened. And because you've won one. And there are a lot of strong personalities on that team. Aaron Donald, obviously. Jalen Ramsey. Matthew Stafford's uh, big figure. Andrew Whitworth is no longer there. Does that star power top heavy team maybe fracture because of the motivation of winning a Super Bowl has already been accomplished? And, you know, Stafford needed it for his resume. I think Donald actually needed it for his. When you have a lot of guys who are going for that main thing and now you've gotten it, how do you respond to that? And could now we see fractures within that because of. The, the the parties that be. I think it's a it's a legitimate question when you're talking about motivation to win again with Stafford who had to answer so many critics. Well, now he's won. Now, now what else does he have to do? Yeah. Um, I think you know Aaron Donald thought about retirement, um, but he's back and now he's swinging helmets in practices. Like <laughs> I, th- I think those are legitimate questions if you're trying to find what could be wrong with the Rams. I think that's
1: one. Hmm. All right. Well, keep yours if you have. Two questions on your team, any team in the NFL. That's what we're going to kind of go through today. This is the kickoff of the NFL season. Ephraim Salam is going to join us. He played 13 years in the NFL as an offensive lineman. You hear him on weekends on Fox Sports Radio. Plus, I don't know if people know this, like this guy produces TV shows. He's, he's a brilliant, brilliant mind. But I do want to ask him about I, – I had a great discussion with an NFL GM this morning about offensive line play and one the, the position of weakness on so many of these teams – is a position that I believe he played. We'll, we'll get to that. But but coming up next, uh, and by the way, since 2000, defending Super Bowl champions are 19-3 and 3 in season openers. Sean McVay is 5-0 in openers, and yet they're a two-and-a-half-point dog tonight at home to the Bills. Seems to go counter to all of those numbers. Coming up next on the Doug Gottlieb Show, live from the com studio. Okay, here's what we'll do. We'll kind of fill out our two-question sort of uh, docket, if you will, right? where we went from the uh, from the Bills to the AFC North, from the Rams to the rest of the AFC West. Let's do that next.
3: Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific, on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app.
2: This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh my, look at that, he is! And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win! Unbelievable! When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum,
4: you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at
1: americanexpress.com slash with Amex. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has the tires that'll elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporting handling, all-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRat.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from a full line of Vredestein tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TyRack.com/sports to see their vetted test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. Be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires at a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TyRack.com/sports. TyRack.com—the way tire buying should be. Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. What up with you? Hope you're good. My guy, E from Salam's, going to join us in like uh, five, six minutes. Okay, so Dan, this is uh, for you because I, I always we, we we both love this sport uh, and cover this sport. Um, same for you, Jay, and same for you, Ramos. Just we did the Bills, we did the Rams. Okay, so the rest of the division, kind of easy, right? So for the Dolphins, for example, in the in the AFC East, it's Tua. Is Tua really their guy? The first year it was, they didn't, you know, obviously you had a coach that didn't buy into Tua. But you had an offensive coordinator. Gailey was his coordinator's first year. I'm like, ah, it doesn't fit with how Tua likes to play. Like, okay, changed coordinators last year. Now they change it all again. And you have a head coach that was a play caller when he was in San Francisco and we thought it's like a San Francisco run-based offense. How do they, I think the first thing is, is two of the guy, right? Is, is, is two of the guy. And then I think that the second part is, and this kind of goes along with the first part, which is can they get as much out of Tyreek Hill as the Chiefs reg able to get out of Tyreek Hill? Like if those two things, if two is the dude, and they can get the most out of Tyreek Hill. I know it's like, well, you didn't pay attention to their defense. I understand. It's a huge part of the ball. Of ball. It's a huge part of the game. And maybe a bigger part of the game in terms of their ability to be successful. But to me, I look at that team and those are the two things. Because if you have Tyreek Hill, you're able to use him. It strikes fear into every opponent. Look at how people had to defend the Kansas City Chiefs. Two high safeties playing way, way back. Which opened up everything underneath. And they were still able... They were still, at times, stoppable. But ultimately, how they beat the Bills was the fear of Tyreek Hill. And then, you know, this is a prove-it year for, for, for Tua. Am I missing anything, Dan, on, on the—I know there's other parts to the Dolphins. Yeah, I think it's
0: all tied in um, to Mike McDaniel as well of of what imprint he has. But, yeah, basically when it comes down to that, it's—you I you know, Tua is, is 1, 2, and 3, I really think, when it comes to Miami.
1: Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, New England Patriots, I mean, I think we all have questions about their offense, right? About their, their ability offensively to, one, you know, can, can they improve? But uh, can they actually look like a functional unit? Look like a functional unit? And I think, too, and I, and I think this is a big part, and it's offense, but it's also defense, you know. Do we remember that last year, midseason, they traded away one of the best cornerbacks in football? like midseason still made the playoffs but midseason at some point and is this the point where you know dolphins bills and even the jets they just have better players because new england, new england's tried to do it where they where they've where they've sp- spread the you know spread the wealth around where they don't have nearly the athletic talent that they've had in the past is that those are my two for new england is obviously offensive functionality it doesn't have to be great but it does have to be Slightly better for Mac Jones than it was last year. And then, just do they have good enough dudes? I understand that you don't win always with these superstar big-name guys, but there does come a point where you're like, man, they're trying to do it without stars completely, and that might be rough. I do
0: like the addition of Devontae Parker to that uh, wide receiving core. Um, I think that he was underutilized in Miami in in the uh, previous regime. I think that that gives uh, Mac Jones... A, a nice veteran receiver with talent to go along with some of the other pieces that maybe we didn't think were up to that uh, up to that level. But um, yeah, I like Devontae Parker as a as an improvement. I think that their weapons got better because everybody else is kind of carried over. Um, but so I, I, I like the boost in New England in that spot.
1: You know, it's interesting you, you point out Devontae Parker. Of course, he came from the Dolphins, two different regimes with the Dolphins. But the reason I like it as much as you do is who was the coach of the Dolphins last year? Ryan Flores. Where'd he come from? New England. Right? So, in order for New England to go and get a free agent that they like, or go to get a De- uh, Devontae Parker that they like, okay, one, they, they eyeballed him for, you know, four or five years playing for the Dolphins. But two, I'm sure they called Flores and go, what do you think of Devontae Parker? And he's probably was like, man, that guy, I re- he really improved. I really liked him. I know he wasn't utilized as much. Some of that is he had a re- yeah. he was, he, he's always been a kind of hurt guy. Just always had something nagging, and we'll see. We'll see how they handle that. All right, we'll get to more of these. The rest of the visions, we'll do some as well with you from Salam. Keep them coming at Gottlieb Show, the Doug Gottlieb Show fan page on Facebook. I got that opened up. If you got a comment as well, Twitter, Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. Uh, this guy's been a friend of mine for over a decade. He was a great player in the National Football League, and he's a brilliant mind, not just talking football, but also he, like, creates TV shows, and also he's he's wicked smart and wicked awesome. He's me from Salami. He joins us on the Doug Gottlieb Show. I was talking to a GM today, and I said, um, what's your biggest position of weakness? And he's like, you know, I feel like in the league, this is the biggest position of weakness, and in our division, everybody has this problem, it's right tackle. Why is it that right tackle is such a position of weakness and need in the NFL?
6: Um, because the majority of the focus is always on finding the right left tackle. Right? You gotta find the guy. That's the building block. You can build your line around the the the, 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 the right left tackle. Um, because most of the quarterbacks are right handed and that's the blind side. We had the movie. You know, of course, we saw what LT, uh, you know, did and it, it, it made that position even more valuable. So, so much onus and focus goes there. When you get to right tackle, you can say, oh, okay, well, we can put this guy here and just turn the line to him and protect him. But what happens is there's a shortage of of of, of decent offensive linemen, period, across the board because of the way that the college game is now. You know, the, the college game is all spread. It's all, you know, nobody's under center. It's it's all quick game. It, so you don't really get that, that technique work uh, that you did like when I was in college. When I was in college, my offensive line coach played 17 years in the National Football League. He gave us everything, myself, Kyle Turley, uh, Robert Whitman, Mike Milano. we all went to the league from San Diego State on the offensive line. We had the fifth-best offensive line our senior year in, in, in college. And because of the teaching, because we came from a pro-style offense, it's not that way in college anymore.
1: Yeah, nobody nobody's running the pro-style stuff, even the big boys that have better players that always used to run it, like the SCs and the the Alabamas of this world. Ephraim Salam joining us in the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. All right, let's – Let's dig into the Buffalo Bills. This is just weird, right, that the Bills, who have been so maligned. Remember, I think they went 13 seasons without making the playoffs. And mm-hmm. then it's been a slow build for McDermott. Um, and now with Josh Allen, uh, they probably should have gone to the Super Bowl last year, definitely should have beaten Kansas City. Now you have expectations. You add Von Miller. What, what's the, what the difference in a team preparing when you have lofty expectations as opposed to Buffalo previously where they were the, oh, they're cute, they're fluffy, they're like a little bunny, we're just happy to see them?
6: Well, I I think when you're coming into a season and everybody's saying you're the odds-on favorite, the number one thing a coach has to do is bring everybody back down to reality. Because you don't want the energy in the locker room like, we've arrived before you get there. And yes, they made a heck of a deep run last year. And you're right, they, they probably should have been in the Super Bowl uh, last year, but it didn't happen. They fell short of their goal. So the number one thing a coach has to do is keep people focused on the goal. You haven't gotten there yet. It may feel like it because of the talent around, the moves you made in the offseason, and the, the you know tremendous growth Josh Allen has shown in his short time in the league, but you still got to play the games. People know you're coming now. They're prepared for you. And it, it's a fine line between being cocky and, and being confident. And you got to keep your team confident, but keep them away from being cocky because that could be a detriment.
1: Uh, Doug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. What about Josh Allen and not having Brian Dable? How, what, what percentage of his success is on his now former – offensive coordinator, the current head coach of the Giants?
6: Um, well, those two were linked together. And, you know, when, when Brian Dayball was rumored to be leaving uh, prior to last season, I, I said, look, if I was Josh Allen, I'd be like, oh, man, I'll pay you anything you need. I'll give you increase, whatever. I, I name my third child after you just stay, because it was paramount for his growth as quarterback. He's reached a level now that he can still have success without Brian, um, but that's one of those we need to see just how much he's retained, just how comfortable he is with the new guy and, and, and what that means moving forward. Because there's a level of comfort having you, you know, your guy with you. You're building this trust, and, and there's an unspoken word there. Now that dynamic has changed. But I believe Josh Allen has made enough growth and learned enough from Brian to, to, to you know, continue to be successful at at a high level.
1: Stug Gottlieb's show here on Fox Sports Radio. Um, I, I think there's lots of questions with the Rams. Some of it is in the quarterback with his elbow, but a lot of it is kind of that, that complacency deal. How do you think uh, the Rams will deal with the fact they're now champions and they have success behind their name?
6: Man, that hangover is something serious, man. Like... <laughs> You know, that hangover is serious. It gets more serious depending on where you are in the country. We're in L.A., right? Title town, you know, a lot of people cheering, beautiful stadium. You're known everywhere. The sun's out. It's hard to refocus. It's hard to repeat. I remember going to the Super Bowl, and then next year, it just like a bomb went off, right? We pretty much had the same team, but it, it just wasn't the same. Now, that's. That's historic, though. There's been uh, hangovers from Super Bowl winners, Super Bowl losers, just making that deep run, filling yourself. A lot of people got paid. You walking around, got the new Bentley, got the new, you know, new house, living them in Malibu now. Uh, had beautiful vacations. It's hard to shake off that 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 winning feeling and, and that that jubilation that you felt after winning it all and going back and starting the grind over. So it'd be very interesting uh, starting tonight to just see how uh, focused and how uh, much or how less of a hangover that the Rams have as an organization moving forward this year.
1: Stug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. He from Salam is our guest as he joins us. He played 13 years in the NFL as an offensive uh, lineman. I... I- I'm, I'm super intrigued by the Cowboys. You know, you want to talk about a team that every year gets the hype. Now, Tyron Smith goes down with an injury. I know he's not who he used to be, but still a very, very good player. And they signed Jason Peters, who he was washed like three years ago, 40 years old, I don't know. Tyler Smith had struggled at guard. Now they throw him in as a project at, at left tackle. How do the Cowboys look considering the patchwork offensive line?
6: Uh, well, the strength of that 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 team had always been the guys in front, and when those guys start breaking down, we didn't get the chance to see the Ezekiel Elliott that we grew and and, and loved his first couple of years in the league and the splash and and you know yeah Dak can sit back there throw for a bunch of yards now they're missing receivers. Uh, going into this season, the hype around the Dallas Cowboys has nothing to do with their performance on the field. It has nothing to do with their expectation. To make a deep run in the playoffs. It's all about the brand and the name. Right? The Dallas Cowboys have become now the the biggest brand in 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 American sport, but that, that has nothing to do with winning. Right? Nobody expects them in a division that's always up for grabs, that's not very good, the Dallas Cowboys may not even be favored to win that division. That that goes to, that tells you the state of of the Dallas Cowboys, yeah, the brand is big. Everybody knows they'll. Everybody will watch every game, but that has no bearing on on if there will be a good team or not. And people really want to see without that offensive line attack, without Ezekiel Elliott, uh, you know, making that money, no Amari Cooper, like it's going to be, it it could be a disastrous year for for the Cowboys. It really could.
1: The Patriots have struggled in the in their offense. They're they're trying to put in. Um, they're trying to put in a different offense with two guys who aren't traditionally offensive minds. How does that play out?
6: It plays out horribly. And I feel so bad for Mac Jones because he's now, he's coming off this little success he had his rookie year. And now it's like Tweedledee and Tweedledum trying to, you know, pilot a, 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 a plane. You can't do that. You can't. The egos are, are just is, too inflated in, in, in New England for me. You can't turn your nose up at how things are done, how success is that, even your own success. With Josh McDaniels there, they're steering that ship offensively. You can't just grab a bunch of guys and be like, hey, run this offense and expect your young second-year quarterback to come in and continue with the progress. I wouldn't be surprised if he took a huge step back. I mean, they don't have a bunch of weapons around them. They don't have a, a, a sure offense. All we've heard all off season is the struggles and practice. That's a reason for that. It's a reason for that. When when a, when a quarterback doesn't feel like he can trust you, right? And, and as young as Mac Jones is, he can, he's come from Alabama. He a lot of trust there, a lot of uh, stability, and he doesn't have that in his second year, which is the most important. Year of a young quarterback's life, his second year, it just seems like this is a a, a disaster uh, waiting to crumble.
1: Uh, Ephraim, help me out with uh, with the Packers. It feels like they've transformed themselves into a running and defensive team, which kind of fits Lambeau Field. But they have Aaron Rodgers. Does that all work?
6: Um, it, what it does is it takes the, the pressure off Aaron. He doesn't have to be Aaron Rodgers' two-time back-to-back MVPs. He can be just Aaron Rodgers, right? He can make the throws, put you in the position, but later in the year, in the tough games, you got to be able to control the ball. you got to be able to control the line of scrimmage, and that goes up for up-front defensively and up-front offensively running the ball. You have to be able to impose your will and not depend on Aaron Rodgers to make spectacular throws Because as we've seen the last few years, when it matters most, those things don't happen. And them trying to change that and and take that pressure off of them and and, and put some more onus on the guys up front is going to help him in the long run, especially later in the year.
1: E, Great stuff, man. Really good. Uh, I can't wait to hear you this weekend. As you're watching football and you're breaking it down for us, let's do this again very soon. Thanks for being our guest.
6: Absolutely. Anytime, man.
1: That's Ephraim Salam, thirteen years in the National Football League, hosting Fox Sports Radio's weekend shows. Kind of to spend some time with us here, the Doug Gottlieb Show live from the com studios. I'm going to tell you who's going to win the Super Bowl. I'm going to do it next.
3: Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific.
2: This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh my, look at that, he is! And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win! Unbelievable! When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action.
4: That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.
1: You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has the tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporting handling, all-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRat.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from a full line of Goodyear tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to tirerack.com/sports to see their Goodyear test results, tire ratings and consumer reviews. Be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires at a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's tirerack.com/sports tirerack.com. The way tire buying should be. Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio, live from the TireRack.com studios. Welcome in. Let's get to a game.
3: Game This is game time. Fire.
7: Game time
3: on the Doug Gottlieb Show.
0: Danny B, what do you got, Doug? The game today is.
3: (gasps) I feel a draft.
0: Most fantasy drafts are over, although they do have a couple more hours before uh, Week 1 begins. We have a different draft, though, today. With the season kicking off tonight, we are drafting who we think will be the winners of Super Bowl 57. Now, I understand that you can really only make one Super Bowl pick, but for this draft, we will be drafting who we think has the best shot at winning Super Bowl 57. The order is, Doug, you've got the first overall pick. Jason picks second. I will pick third. Ramos has the swing picks at four and five draft scheduled for two
1: rounds but if it's like skinner and alcaraz maybe it'll go four who knows uh ramos would you like to take the first overall pick i'll trade you for the fourth and the fifth pick
5: um Mm.
0: no i'm okay it's gonna stay at four and five dan
1: would you like to trade the third and the sixth for the
0: first? no i i want multiple entries in this i jason in the parody filled nfl
2: Jason. So, j- just to be clear, I would get the first <laughs> overall pick, and you would get my seventh and second. Correct. Okay. And the eighth. So, you're going to get three three choices in this. Well, I um, already have the
1: eighth. So Okay.
2: I'll trade you. I'll make that trade, and I'm going to go right off the bat in your guys' face with the
1: Chargers. Wow. <laughs> so, here's my thinking in... Wanting to tra- trade down was I thought the Chargers would still be available, right? Oh. <laughs> that, that really, I mean, because uh, you know, and there's no take backs. Uh, no, it's okay. You traded with the it, wrong it, guy. No, I, I didn't trade with the wrong guy. That's okay. You, uh, you drafted based upon. So I guess the answer you would have taken no matter what, right? Yep. No, okay. uh, no guardian giver here. You're up okay. next. Okay, so I have the I have the second. The 7th and the 8th. That is correct. Okay. Uh, I'm going to take, take Vegas's favorite, the Buffalo Bills, with the second overall selection. All right. That puts me on the clock at number 3, and the team that
0: I am picking to win Super Bowl 57 is still available. Yep. Give me the Green Bay
1: Packers. Ah, good pick. Really good pick. I like it. They're built like a Super Bowl team. Great defense, good offensive line, great at quarterback. Don't know about wide receivers. That doesn't always matter. John Ramos, you have back-to-back picks. I know we spent the first
5: uh, five minutes telling how everybody how the Rams have no thought pattern of oh winning. Oh, boy. Thin-skinned uh, John Ramos here. Yeah, there. yeah. But I, don't, I don't like to hear that talk, so I'm just going to say I'll take the Rams.
1: They hate uh, us because they hate us.
0: <laughs> John is such a nice guy, but you say anything bad about one Rams. of his teams. Yes. Uh, not I'm including dead U14. Dead. dead. That's, he cares You're dead to him. Dead. Yes. <laughs> But, but Rams, Dodgers, or Lakers, look out world. Not
2: even not even that. If you were – just simply say this. Hey, John, the uh, Niners almost beat the Rams last year in the <laughs> NFC title game. <laughs> and there's
5: always a key word in
1: there, right? Oh. Almost. Man. Edward James, almost. Yeah. <laughs> All right, you got another pick there, uh, uh, John. That's correct.
5: Um, I'm going to take uh, – let's see. I'm going to take the uh, – how about Niners. this? I'm going to take the Do Baltimore – Baltimore Gosh. Ravens. Uh, I'm not gonna right? take the Niners. Take the what? Niners. No, no, no. You guys are way too high in the Niners. Trust me. They almost beat the Rams in the NFC <laughs> title game. <laughs> That's
0: true. By the way, just programming note: the class of the NL West, the Giants face the Brewers coming up in about 20 minutes.
2: <laughs> Go Brewers!
0: Oof. <laughs> Oof. man. This is a, this is a uh, sitting at number six. I knew that certain teams would be gone. I just didn't plan on who would still be available. I guess I'm going to ride the quarterback
1: shoulders uh, of Patrick Mahomes in the Kansas ah! City Chiefs. So I'll take the ah, Chiefs. Ah, that was my that was my that was my other one right there. Oh, I thought they were I almost oh. got him to 7. Almost got him to 7. I probably should have traded with Ramos there like the second.
6: <laughs> you know, to get up Sweeten the Chiefs the are a smart
1: smart pick. Uh, we'll do the quarterback thing. I'll take the Buccaneers at 7. All right. Um and then Yeah, I don't want to do this, but
0: I'm gonna and do it. I'll tell you this. We have time for an extra round, so you would have two more picks and okay. then we could go Jason, me, and Ramos to, to wrap this do, up. We, we yeah. can do that. We can do that. Does everybody agree agree with that? Yes. Sure. At the owners' okay. meetings it passed.
1: All right, <laughs> I'm gonna do the Denver Broncos. Wow. The Denver Broncos. Broncos off
0: the board, so now you would have the ninth pick. So hey, if, hey, buyer! Yes, let's ride. <laughs> oh.
1: Broncos country, let's ride. Broncos country, let's ride. Hold on, Broncos country, let's ride. Hold country, on, country, let's, let's ride. ride. All right, so I second the pick. Yes, I mean, AFC West is almost gone. By the way, I know it is. I know it is. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take. Ooh, I'm going I'm going off off the board here since I don't have another pick in this round. New Orleans Saints.
0: Oh, hmm, it's a very good selection, I think. The
2: value. I, think it, I think it's interesting how this draft has played out, kind of like last year. A lot of people didn't pick this team. In fact, a lot of people had their. Head coach I thought about being it in the fired. Bengals. Yeah, I'll go to the Bengals. Tenth on our list.
0: Man, it leaves me at number 11. Ah, geez. I'll, I'll tell you what. In my picks, I think this team is going to have the best record in the NFC this year. The Philadelphia Eagles. Take the Eagles at number 11. The no hmm. Trey Lance believers. Uh, will the 49ers no. be left out of this? Yes. John, your last pick. Yes, not the 49ers. I can tell you that. I'll take the Indianapolis Colts. Oh, the Colts. Yep. No Cowboys, no Niners.
3: But
4: there it is. That's
0: game,
7: huh? Game time. This
3: is game time on the Doug yeah. Gottlieb
1: Show. That ended like a real draft, like nobody yeah. really caring <laughs> at the seventh round. Yeah, no, no. I, I mean, like, listen, I love the Niners. I would have, but I just, again, part of it is their roster. And I thought, uh, yeah, they, it was my, my last two selections were between the Niners and the Saints. And I choose to go Saints. Um, and I chose the Eagles just so I could get my uh,
0: hot take Eagles take in there of them having the best <laughs> record in the
1: NFC. I, I don't think it's a crazy take. They have a very good roster. I just don't think and they have an a very good, like And they, an easy schedule. An easy schedule and a division which, I, I you know, seems to be the easiest division or one of the easier divisions in football. But we'll see because I'm not a big Jalen Hurts guy. Not a big. J- Coming up uh, from the Tyrac.com studios, we've done the a- 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 AFC East. Let's do the AFC North next in the Doug Gottlieb Show.